everyone. Welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I was rocking with me as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky Jones. Say hello. Hello. Did you salute? I did salute. Because uh, he still the raise hail and praise Dale, baby. Sure. Come back from that. I don't know. That's like the, that's the end. That's the yeah, top. That's Goodbye, Ricky. Case, everybody. Ricky just Ricky just clearly hates America. That's what we're saying. Thanks to all our sponsors and uh, I'll always stand up and salute all of. <laughs> right now. My dad flew a flag till the day oh, that he died. There's a lot of men, you know. Well, my mother, my brother. There you go. That is the Crew Three uh, theme song. I don't. I don't know that there's been a car ride with Crew Three involved that has not featured. Uh, oh, brought to you, courtesy. Uh, yeah. Uh, that has not featured the red, white, and blue in a full-on karaoke anthem theme theme uh, song, song along, sing along. What teenagers? If you need to encapsulate America in a song, right? It is. It is courtesy of the red, white, and blue. The, the angry blue. redneck. Yeah. Yeah. The, the angry right. American. Yeah. You nailed it. I, I don't. I don't think that the more title for that song. Yeah, it's just, it's called the Angry American. I think. Yeah. Weird. What? Yeah. No, there's no way. It's just it's just called uh, Courtesy of the Red White. You're my friends. Oh man. It's, it's all. It's Google. It's called the. There's a movie about that. That was adapted into a movie. You know that, right? I understand. Yes. Yeah. It's time. Uh, you know, Willie Nelson and uh, who else is in that song? Toby Keith? Uh, yes, it's Toby Keith. Yeah. Toby Keith and Willie Nelson? I don't think yeah. Willie Nelson's in it, right? You're thinking I, Beer for My I'm Horses. I'm pretty sure Beer for My He's Horses. He's in Beer for My Horses, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Why are you talking about Beer for My Horses? Because we'll raise up our glasses against evil horses. Okay, okay, all right. Whiskey for My Men. Yeah. And Beer for My Horses, yeah. Yeah. There's also uh, Five O'Clock Somewhere where um, – uh, who sings Five O'Clock Somewhere? Jimmy Buffett. No, not Jimmy Buffett. Alan uh, Jackson, though. Uh, yeah, Alan, where Alan, Alan Jackson. Jackson. Jimmy Buffett shows up at the end. That's yes, right. and Jimmy, and and the end of that song is just like them fighting over who gets the last lyric in the song. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm gone. All right. Yep. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Dude. I'm going Margaritaville. Okay, you've been had a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I can drive the boat. Okay, just stay between yeah. the buoys. Yeah, that's right. the navigational beacons. What, yeah. <laughs> what, what time is it? Uh, well, that's enough about early 2000s country. <laughs> uh, you about early 2000s this is our country. second take, and the first one went the same way. Whatever's going to miss about the segment about doming our bros. Yeah. I, um, you didn't salute in the first one. You can't throw a curveball like that. You Sorry. got a professionalism you know, to, to maintain. Professional courtesy. You know, you got to tell me, but like, hey, guys, I think it's going to be really funny if, you know, when I introduce myself, I'm going to salute. So be ready for that, right? Ricky, I'm a maverick, okay? There's no predicting what wow. I'm going to do. Everybody knows that of the three of us, I'm the maverick. Okay? I also You're like a spiritual individual. Ricky is clearly goose. <laughs> that means I'm Iceman? No, wait, hold on. <laughs> am, I the, am I the Iceman? You can be the Iceman. Hell yeah. You can be my wingman any day. There you yeah. go. Oh man! Talk I never Maverick. saw the second one. Is it good? Oh, you, you, oh, you never saw Maverick? No. Apparently, it's winning awards. Yeah, yeah. It is like it's amazing. I don't know how you took like a cult. I mean, it's even cult classic. I just look. Top Gun One is like a nothing movie, right? But you just watch it and enjoy it. Uh, Top Gun Two is like, wow, they turned this into an actual drama. The yeah. day Maverick came out, I was with my parents, and we went to the. It was the same day that they premiered the Downton Abbey movie. 
Ah. So we went and saw the Downton Abbey movie. You would. I it was it great. Was, it was the Downton Abbey movie is pretty good, too. Uh, so, you know, we enjoyed that. All right. If there's well, any other podcasts out there taking applications, I'm about to be a free agent. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so talk about Everybody crypto. Wants, uh, Couple of years of podcasting experience, Magic the Gathering player on their finance, preferably who do not watch Downton Abbey. Yeah, uh, we we talked about the Royal Rumble again and how Logan Paulus won in an upset. Oh man! But are but we Ricky, thinking I, not allowed to talk about the Royal Rumble? We could talk about. It. We just can't like. I just can't play clips of it. The best right. part about the Royal Rumble was that a lot of things were sponsored by Applebee's. <laughs> it was brought to you by <laughs> Applebee's. The Applebee's <laughs> countdown timer during the Rumble. Yeah. It was uh, it was the, it was the WWE pay per view made for us. Also, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, not the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. It was the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. The real shout out to that whole thing goes Uncle to Hanny? The, goes to that vegetable tray you brought. Yeah. Uh, after eating Applebee's with uh, Nate the night before, and then uh, all of your very similar Applebee's food after Pluckers, I clung to that vegetable tray for nourishment. Yep. Uh, and clearly was the only one, because I think I ate half the vegetables on the vegetable tray, and yes. nobody else ate anything on that vegetable tray. No. I, I was like, Ricky will appreciate this vegetable tray, so I'm going to pick did, it up. I appreciated that vegetable tray. Oh, we clearly man. are behind on the sponsorship. We, we need more aspects of our of our show to be sponsored. Like, we need, we need like, Ricky's One Piece flag um, brought to you by KFC where you can get one piece of chicken for a dollar ninety nine or something. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're clearly behind because like, <laughs> like they're sponsoring the countdown clock. The NFL has the the sponsored red zone, right? You can be like, oh, this is the uh, the, the deodorant. old spice red zone, the old yeah. spice red zone. Yeah, exactly right. It's getting ridiculous out there. So clearly, we're behind the times. We need more Look, sponsored aspects. We, we need the 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 Totino's pizza rolls uh, advantage esports, bar. esports dome or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need. About the hundreds, the Totino's Pizza Rolls Hundred Thieves Compound. Yeah, the Rocket Mortgage Hundred <laughs> Thieves <laughs> Compound. Cash App One Hundred Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's nothing so cool gaming like Rocket I, Mortgage. I will say, look, we were making this. We do have a sponsor later on this week. We go to the apple juice break. Your uh, sponsors. I'm yeah, what there might be, there might be some of the works. And look, we're we're back at the negotiating table with Anit's mom. She's right. holding out on us, but I right. think we can get her back. Um. And, you know, You're a big fan of Downton Abbey, so I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up and I'll say, "Hey, you guys." Uh... Yeah, I want to get one young gravy on the po- podcast. You know. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you what we got. We got the Olive Garden. So here, one right. We got right. the Olive Garden follow. Okay. I found out the official Bucky's Twitter account follows nobody. They don't follow anyone. Sounds and like a follow opportunity. So my goal for 2023, we're gonna get that Boosie's follow. Yeah, we're and everyone our knows into, into the a beaver set. set, into the Boosie's grind set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, doesn't KFC like only follow women named after spices? They well, they follow the Spice Girls. Oh, the Spice Girls. That's what they do. Yeah, because okay. they don't want to tell you what those eleven herbs and spices are, and yeah. how many of them are illegal substances. How many of them are scary spice? Yeah, <laughs> so much scary spice. So much scary spice. All right. Well, we do talk about magic cards this show. Yeah, what's, which what's, tell them what's going on on this episode. What's, so, so, break, this episode so this episode, right? Uh, hey, for those that don't know, it is uh, pre-release this weekend for Frexia. All is one. Or all will be one. All and is one, or all will be one. Uh, Frexia <laughs> one. Will be. 
It, it is, is, like it is being. One? It is. All will be one. Frexy all will be one. Is our being one. Yeah. Right. I hate this. So, yeah, anyway, it's a very convoluted set name. But all you need to know is, Dom, your bro, you got one mom. <laughs> oh, that's a great way to keep track of sets in standard. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Uh, so, uh, new sets coming out. So, if you're a Patreon listener, we're going to have our top 10 episode, our top 10 debate coming out shortly after this episode comes out. Rick and I are also be recording the the One Piece, we're going to talk about One Piece for a bit. Yeah, uh, that'll come out soon. And then that'll be with Patreon. But this week for everyone, we are just going to go over some uh, some brews. We all we talk, we pick some new cards, pick some fun stuff. We're going to take a look at some new cards, show off some stuff. And then as a bit of a throwback, I reached out to our Patreon listeners and I said, hey, let's uh, let's Google does it slap action in here. And uh, why don't you uh, send us some of your Dominaria brews? So we got some Dominaria brew submissions from the Patreon listeners at home. I felt kind of bad. Huh? Do you still have the music, Chris? Oh yeah, yeah. I have the music. About how long has it been since the last time we've done done it slap? Does it slap? Hmm. It's been a minute, as the kids say. It's been a minute? Would you say yeah. maybe it's been a while? It's been a while. It's been a long day. <laughs> what were you going for, that Ricky? Were you going for that? It's been a while. Yeah, I was hoping you'd catch right on. I was not expecting we were going to get the Paul Walker uh, without end <laughs> there. You know, R.I.P. Paul Walker. You know. Yeah. Can't wait to see him in Fast and the Furious 10. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Well, that will be left on the cutting room floor for no one to ever hear or see. Uh, you can but, only hope, man. <laughs> but you two are witnesses to that. What would have gotten me canceled probably? I don't know. Probably not. It'll be fine. All right. So uh, are we uh, play some decks here? Yeah, let's, let's talk about some decks. And then we'll see. Uh, oh, I'm dying. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> more you take a minute. You take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually the one to get it. I was, I was about to make another comment again, and that would have to be cut immediately again. Oh, man. Uh, All right. We are good people. And we are. Uh, hopefully, you're going to prove that by showing us a uh, very wholesome deck uh, that's a like favorite archetype that everybody wants to be good, but just hasn't yeah, been good so, enough. So, I will say, I, I cheated a bit. I brought two decks. Uh, I had a third deck. But Claudia posted a very similar deck list, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, well, uh, can't talk about this deck now." Without I, made a, I made a red black deck that Doomwake also put yeah. out there. I don't think he tweeted about it, but he showed it on stream, and I was like, "Well, that's, that's literally that's, almost my exact same deck list." So. Look, this is this is a this deck is like very similar. It's low hanging fruit, right? But I we all know I've been pet decking elves for a long time now. Uh, we aren't talking about events, but real quick. Uh, elves did top eight a challenge this weekend, nice. so uh, big shout out to let me find that player name. Medvedev, not Medvedev, was in the primary with the preliminary with it. Xbox Greg, who will also have an article on playing Pioneer uh, soon, talking about uh, their time with Elves, uh, had a top eight on the challenge with it. So Elves, Elves has been close, but let me tell you what, Tyvar Jubilant Bowler. Is going to make this deck a real thing. Keep in bow ones. So uh, that's my first deck list. So uh, I'll throw up on the screen here for the for the video watchers. Which again, sorry, we've had some busy last couple weekends where I just have not been home or available. But video podcast will be back this week, so be on the lookout for that. So this deck list, pretty short, sweet, and simple. Uh, we're going to start with four 
Tyvar Jubilant Brawler. And what's important is, uh, eventually, it'll give all of our Mana Dorks haste uh, to use their abilities, which is really important. And it turns a card that I have not been very fond of in Elves, in Circle of Dreams Druid, into just, like, a ridiculous value engine. Right. So, not only that, so Tyvar, like, alone lets our um, Elves pay for, or, like, Lando Elves and our Elvish Mystics pay for the next one's Lenore Virginia trigger. So we're going to keep drawing cards, which is very important. So the necklace here, so four Tyvar, Jubilant Brawler. I don't know if we're going to end up with four Tyvar, but we're just going to jam four and just get there, right? Um, we're going to play four Circle of Dreams through it, a card that, again, I was not super high on the deck list, but I think now with Tyvar, it's ready to go. You can uh, tap it, too. Yeah, we're going to play three Elvish Clan Caller. Uh, this is kind of a flex slot. It could be anything. It could be more visionaries. It could be Chords of Calling, even. Um, I think with how much mana we're going to make on Circle of Dreams, through it, and the fact that we can immediately activate the the clan call, I think it's worth playing at least a couple copies if we can search up the other one. Uh, El- we're playing four Elvish Mystic, four Elvish Warmaster, which again, with Circle of Dreams, through it, uh, we're going to be able to activate really quickly and potentially even multiple times to give our elves plus two plus two and death touch until end of turn. Uh, three Jaspera Sentinel, four Leaf Crown Visionary, four Lenoirals for Shower of the Pact, two Court of Calling, and four Collected Company. So uh, we really just cut the Dwine's Elite. That card's been kind of weak anyway in the deck lately. Uh, I'm playing Clan Callers. Uh, War Master is just going to help us go wide for us. And uh, yeah, we're just going to fill the world with Mana Dorks, make a bunch of mana, and we're just going to bash face. This deck seems awesome. You picked. Oh, um, you these picked, are going to all be in the all be in the description below. Of course, of course. Um, no elvish mystic in there. You're playing the Jasper Sentinel over it. Uh, I'm playing four mystic for Lanor elves, three Jasper Sentinel. Ooh, okay. So a bunch of mana dorks. Yes. Yeah. Well, you want all you want all of them you possibly can. Yeah, yep, they're the mystics. I totally missed them. Yeah. Also, Jasper Sentinel lets you make any color of mana, so you can pay for your timer. Yeah, we can. This is hot. Yeah, I'm you like your. Uh, when you built this deck, you marked that the collected companies were foil. I don't know how I did it, but you know what? <laughs> it was the only card that's foil in here. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell them. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, I can't let them know. Well, I kind of thought it was like... We're going to be crimping our Tyvars and our Shaman of the Pack so that uh, we know when to cast our collected companies. Yeah, remember, you can only cast a company at your upkeep. That's right. Oh, hey, um... Yeah, I love this deck list a lot. I mean, Tyvor obviously is insane, right? Like, turn one, elf, turn two, we cast the Tyvor and then untap our elf to play another elf or something like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, we're going to have a ton of, 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 of mana dorks, and um, there's not a ton of ways to just outright kill uh, Planeswalkers right now because this doesn't get Vanishing Verse, it doesn't get Fatal Pushed. I think it's uh, it Dreadboard. It does get Dreadboard. It does get Dreadboard. It gets, uh, what's the new White Enchantment? Castification. Ossification. Ossification, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, it's not that it's unkillable, but, you know, again, three mana walkers, right? We've seen three mana walkers. Ricky and I were really high on Will and Rowan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? What's the name of that card? The Royal, Royal Science. Royal Science. Yeah, the Royal Science. Just because it upped to, like, six or five really quickly and, and looted you. So, you know, it didn't protect itself, but... It was just really hard to kill that early. So three yeah, mana walkers then, there. And then, of course, yeah. being the Julian Brawler he is, Tyvar just starts fighting stuff for you. Yeah, he does not do that. Wait, what? You know, he untaps cards and he gets you back mana dorks from the graveyard. 
So we start fighting things though with them. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they just did not know. They're like, this card is called Planeswalker A, and they're like, I don't know, the Thor guy. Yeah, put it on yeah. there. Put the guy there. who shoved Tybalt's tails into his chest and threw him off a cliff. Yeah, that's the one. That's the As one. You As you do. All right, so that's that's my first deck list. Love it. Uh, Chris, you want to go with your your first deck? Then we'll since Ricky was uh, Ricky apparently only showed up with one. I don't know what was going on there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Once I made perfection, I didn't need to make anything else. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Chris, which one do you want to go with first? We're going to talk about the scales deck first, obviously. Um, a couple couple new cards for scales here. One of them is is significantly worse than the other, but it's still playable if just you want to or you want to do more uh, more proliferate nonsense, essentially. And and the card we're going to talk about there is Evolving Adaptive. So Evolving Adaptive's mechanic is, is interesting in such that it says um, it enters a battlefield with an oil counter on it, and it gets plus one, plus one for each oil counter on it. So okay. is it super great with our scales thing? You could just play. We're playing Pelt Collector. We're not playing Evolving uh, Evolving One. I think is the name of the card. Experiment One. Experiment One. Thank you. Experiment One is the name of the card. So you can replace that. But we're going to mess around with this and, and see how good it is because this works really well with uh, proliferate stuff. So uh, that's where we're going to start. There's four Evolving Adaptive. Um, we get oil counters, and then whenever a creature enters the battlefield under our control, we don't have to cast it. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under our control. If that creature had greater power or toughness, then put an oil counter on it. It's just like kind of how Pelt Collector works. Pelt Collector, whenever another creature you control enters a battlefield or dies, if its creature's power was greater than Pelt Collector's, then put a plus one, plus one counter on it. And then Pelt Collector gets uh, Trample. Um, Experiment one's pretty cool because you can regenerate it. So again, it might just be a better card, but we're trying some new cards here, so we're going to have fun with that. Otherwise, it's a pretty typical scales deck that you've seen me talk about in the past. We've got two Avatar of the Resolute. That one's a pretty powerful one. It just comes in massive. It's double green, 3-2, enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter um, for each other creature that has a plus one, plus one counter on it. This is our best way to trigger Evolving Adaptive and Pelt Collector in this deck, and you might consider playing more of it depending on how the numbers shake out. Obviously, these are just brews. Four Quarry and Beast Caller. This card's pretty huge. Um, you used to consider playing, like, was it the Ozolith that would help you move counters around? I think yeah, that's the list. Uh, scales yeah. that plays with this. But Beast Caller, now when it dies, you get to distribute your plus one, plus one counter. So it kind of helps with that. So this is a huge value creature. And then again, whenever we cast a spell, we get a plus one, plus one counter on it. Um, huge there. Scavenging Ooze is a two of in this deck just because it is just really, really, really strong in the metagame right now. Um, you can target whatever your opponent's targeting with the Graveyard Trespasser and, and kind of get up on them. Um, but obviously in this deck, we love counters. It gets plus one counters. It gains its life. Scoos, I think you could play up to four in this deck and it would be good. Obviously, in addition to our Hardened Scales, which we're getting to, we want four Winding Constrictors. You can also build this deck. You can probably build this deck Mono Green if you wanted to for budget considerations. We're going to play Black. Um, for the additional hardened scales effect, that being the winding constrictor, if one or more plus one plus one counters, sorry, if one or more of any counters will be placed on an artifact or creature you control, that many of those counters plus one are placed in that permanent instead. That way it interacts with our oil counters. Sure. Right. So that's another way. So hardened scales versus plus one plus one counter, but winding constrictors, any counters that will be placed on an artifact or creature you control, you get another one. So you, you do get more oil counters for your evolving adaptive. It just isn't, it's not much plus one plus one counters. Um, the other new card that we're going to play is Bloated Contaminator as a four of. This is the three mana four four with Trample and Toxic one. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you proliferate. So it doesn't get plus one, plus one counter itself, but it will obviously proliferate across our board, which is huge with the snake, right? 
now you're looking at two or three plus or plus one counters getting uh, added, and that card's pretty huge. We don't super care about the Toxic. We do care a ton about the Trample and obviously the Proliferate. The Proliferate can give additional oil counters. That's another way to play with our Adaptive. You're going to play two Rishkar because obviously we want to give Contaminator counters. We just want to give counters everywhere. It's not a card you want a ton of, but Rishkar has proven its place in this deck over and over again. I've probably played more of this deck than maybe anybody else. I'm not sure of that, but you know, I do love me and Nate do love me some hardened skills. Then we're going to play four Snakeskin Veil. Um, this is just a protection spell. You could play removal spells. You could play whatever you want here, Thoughtseize. But Snakeskin Veil not only adds a plus one plus one counter, but it gives hexproof. Um, Again, a lot of other cards you could play here, but Snakeskin Veil has been good for me. Four Collective Companies. Uh, obviously, in a creature deck like this, you just want a ton of these. You could play more threes to get more hits there and play like a Yorvo. But again, for this version of the deck, Collective Company, ton of hits. The last card is for uh, Hardened Scales with 22 lands, which again, I do have fleshed out, and, and y'all will be able to see when you check out this list. So four Scales, four Collective Companies, four Snakeskin Veils, two Rich Cars, four Bullet Contaminators, four Winding Constrictors, two Scavenging Ooze, four Aquarian Beast Caller, two Avatar of the Resolute, four Pelt Collector, and four Evolving Adaptive. I appreciate you being honest and mm-hmm. uh, playing non-foil Collective Companies. That's yeah. exactly right. Now, this yeah. deck, this deck uh, I should foil them out. Hold on, let me do that real quick, because this deck needs the help it can get. So. Right, right. Uh, evolving Adaptive is super interesting. It doesn't really get the 1-1 counters, but if you get a 1-1 counter on it, you can, like, double grow it. So yeah. that's the thing, is if, if you, if in, in Magical Christmas Land, if you Snakeskin Veil it and you give it a plus 1, plus 1 counter, right. and, and you proliferate, um, yeah, it gets then, then you, you've you've entered magical Christmas land, right? We get to right. up the plus plus one counters, and we get to up the oil counters. So, um, you know, scavenging ooze helps, right? Or sorry, Isn't not scavenging, but um, wide constrictor helps with that if you give yeah. it a plus one counter. <coughs> sorry, now, are you worried about Ricky's deck due to the fact that you are playing winding constrictor? No, it doesn't. Players, if you would get one or more counters, you get that many of those oh, counters. Oh, it has a second paragraph. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, if you play Winding Constrictor and you get poisoned, you just double poison. Yeah. yeah. Weird. That has not come up before, but now it does. Right. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, because I was like, I thought this guy gave you extra energy. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, Sun Cleanser is in this format, right? Is it? Like, you can play that card and remove all your poison counters, right? Uh, let me check. Probably. Malira's in this one, right? Because it's in... Yeah, uh, Malira's in the new set, but she stops you from getting them. Uh, yeah, Sun Cleanser is in the set. Better better Malira is 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 Pioneer Legal, right? The new no. one. Oh, is no. old Malira new Phyrexia? Yes. And even then, I think she says your opponent's creatures lose Infect. Yeah. No, she stops counters, right? Malira... Yeah, so black, so counters can be yeah. placed on, on creatures you control. And then it also says uh, your opponent's yeah, creatures lose infect, right? Lose infect, you, yeah. you can't get poison counters. Yeah. It doesn't remove any from you, though. All right, right. Okay. But, but Ricky's bringing out, like, Sun Cleanser can. And Sun Cleanser is legal, yes. Yes. Don't play Sun Cleanser, but, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Sun Cleanser is target opponent. Oh, cure your opponent. Save the world. <laughs> Save the cheerleader. Yep. Save the world. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, Chris, I'm here with you. I I feel like this deck was unjustly hated out with the Walking Ballista ban. I know. Uh, man. Yep. This is – Hardened Skills is definitely one of the biggest, like, losers in terms of it got ruined by a ban that was not meant for it. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. Because again, like if if uh, Walking Ballista was a card that you could play, then you would just play like Mono Green or something close to it and yeah. just go the artifact version, right? Uh, uh-huh. There's two mana 1-1 one, one that taps the plus plus counters out. You've got Adaptive Automaton. You've got the other two mana 2-1 two, that... that um, Gets possible some counters. There's a lot of counters available in the artifacts things. And then you've got the new one, the Woodcaller Automaton as well. Yeah. Uh, that card's pretty cute. So again, you can play artifacts version and if and I swear to you, man, if, if Walking Ballista Come on, Wizards, you cowards, undo it. No. Never ban Heliod and unban Walking Ballista. Yeah. I want them to I want them to ban Heliod. Now they're not money anymore, you know? Just swap them, admit why you did it so I can be happy. At least Mono Green can end the game then without like having to go through loops. Yeah, right. Karn can still grab it just like Fraylis can, or Vivian, not Fraylis. All right, Ricky, what you got for us? I've got a Poison Storm deck. Ooh, uh, I think they I'm playing the most. Frexia all will be one cards. Uh, one, two, three, three. Um, one, two, three, yeah, three, but they're all like four ofs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ten total cards from New Phyrexia. Sure, all right. Um, so this deck intends to do, uh, absolutely nothing if we don't draw a prologue to Phyresis. Which, but, can I just say, I love the, f- prologue to Phyresis might have my favorite flavor text of this set, of just like, do it for the vine. yeah. Um, Prologue Freesis, though, if we get it in our opening hand, which we can find it, there's we can dig a lot. We have a lot of time, to, you know, we got a lot of time to find it. Too much time but in our hands. Two mana instant, each opponent gets a poison counter draw card. That's the start. Once we do that, it's on, right? Yeah. And we do play solve the equation. I thought about going to th- two to three solve the equation to make sure we find Prologue sure. Freesis, right? Yeah. But... Uh, we've got Flux Channeler in the deck that says every time we cast a non-creature spell, we proliferate. Uh, we have Volt Charge, which uh, will kill a creature for three damage and then also proliferate. Uh, we have Experimental Augury, which lets us look at the top three cards of our deck, put one into our hand, the rest on the bottom, and then proliferate. Uh, so we've got lots of ways to proliferate. And then we also have a one of Karn's Bastion, which is a land that can proliferate. Okay. Uh, we're yeah. playing two Baral, Chief of Compliance, just to lower the cost of our spells so we can try to storm off. Uh, consider for deck consistency uh, and filling our yard, uh, Fiery Impulse to deal with uh, threats early game, Spikefield Hazard, same same thing. Uh, Galvanic Iteration, we can just copy anything in this deck and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um but specifically Dig Through Time, which we're playing three of. Dig Through Time over Treasure Cruise. We can find okay. Prologue to Phyrrhesis. This is this is the question, yeah. Yeah. Three Brotherhoods end main deck. Um, we are playing uh, two Divide by Zero. Yeah. Mainly because it is interaction. And also it is uh, it gets us another spell. Only three cards on our sideboard to grab. But also we can just loot also off of it if we have to. What is our answer to getting smooth-brained? Uh, nobody plays that card. Okay. And if you're a mono-green player, or if your opponent starts playing red-blue cards like Consider and Fiery Impulse, are you just going to, like, stone-brain and go, like, aha, 
prologue to Phyresis. It <laughs> will after you somehow win game one, right? Yeah, like, after you win game right. one. They're naming um, art like Phoenix and hoping that... The uh, other ultra-interesting card in this deck, in my opinion, is Distorted Curiosity. Uh, three mana, draw two, but it costs one mana if our opponent has three or more poison counters on them. So we don't need the, the crews. Yeah, like, uh, I just... This card seems sweet. This deck seems kind of sweet. Um, it is super, super reliant on finding Prologue to Phoresis. And so maybe I need to cut to two Brotherhood's End and play, like, an extra Solve the Equation, just so we can be playing, like, six copies, essentially. I can't... I can tell how much Ricky does not respect me because he is playing zero Discover the Impossible in this deck. Discover the Impossible is not a card. You look at the top... Oh, my wife's... <laughs> I got so scared! Oh! <laughs> a jump scare! <laughs> we just talked about how I was disrespecting him and then summoned from the abyss. Uh, is that like watching Skin of a Rink? That was exactly like watching Skin of a Rink. <laughs> Discover the Impossible is a definitely a card. We just discovered uh, we just discovered Devin there. You look at the top five. You play a two mana one for free, Ricky. You don't want that, and you're and you're. I'm dependent on a two mana card deck, or we just get the card. By the way, if we don't find the card we want, we just pick one of the cards and put it into our hand. Solve. So this is this is the booster pack problem, right? Okay. So you're telling me for three mana, I can look at the top five and the card that I want. If it's there, I get to play it, right? Free. Yeah. Okay. Or I can spend three mana and get the card that I want, right? And then you have to cast it. Yeah, but I always get it. This is true. This is true. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a little extra dollars and uh, you know buy the singles with solve equation, you know, rather no, than I, opening the booster pack that is discover the impossible. You're you playing functional. <laughs> like you have reasons to be wanting to cast spells. It also helps you fill the yard for dig through time and stuff like that. Does it put all the cards into the yard? Uh, no, but it, if you cast the spell, you get two cards to the yard. Huh. Do we need a way to like flash back our prologues here, like to recycle it somehow? Like, well, once we've cast one, that's over. Once they okay. get one on them, right? They're dead. The game's won. Yeah, they die. Like, <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to get back prologue to Phoresis. We just need to cast one. Okay. And then after that, they lose. Yeah, it's that simple, so right? It's gonna be the only foil card in the deck, right? Like, that's gonna look exactly. That's how we do it. We gotta wait for the secret layer prologue to Phoresis to get printed, with uh, you know, galaxy uh, foil uh, stamp marks of Marco's water the, kiss marks with the spike going right up someone's butthole. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I can't believe <laughs> that art. Yeah, uh, the the reference, the 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 nudity yeah. on uh, the secret layer card. But uh, this is uh, this deck is sweet. It's like the only new Phyrexia deck I'm excited about. It it yeah, might no, be no, just Ricky, doesn't, Ricky doesn't care about our decks, but no, no. Maggie. Okay, the elf deck is kind of sweet. Yeah, and like the uh, other Tyvar deck that's like floating around has been pretty sweet. Oh, the actual combo deck. Yeah the the one with like uh, Vanifar Pod deck. The priest of the old gods. It's Vanifar Pod, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was just the priest of the. Oh no no no! There's a new like turn three kill Vanifar pod deck that's pure copium. Oh man, I love copium. Ricky hates the impossible. That's what I've learned. Yeah, it's true. 
yeah, we're getting the cat scratches right now. Uh, which oh, cat scratches. Yeah. All right. Uh, so a good deck list, Ricky. We definitely like it, but uh, I can't stone brain. Awesome and awesome. Uh, I also want to know what you're gonna do. When I drop Malira on you, fool, sucker! What you gonna do, sucker? Like I was literally like, when I saw this list, I was just like, "Are you just trying to like, just dump on my deck? Like you knew that I was trying to poison people, and you're just like, better play Malira so I can joke that this deck doesn't lose to Ricky's deck." No, no, no. I totally explained it, and it it does make sense. Yeah. So uh, the other deck I brought to to class today, besides Ultra Lord is uh, a new take on Death and Taxes because Skrelv is my boy. Um, he's in my hand currently. You can't, the camera doesn't get get that close, but he's right there. That's my boy. This is Skrelv. Uh, so we're playing three Adeline Resplendent Cathar, three Brutal Cathar, two Charming Prince, four Extraction Specialist. Uh, oh, sorry. This is supposed to be three Charming Prince. We're missing a Charming Prince there. So, uh, correction... Uh, we are three Adelaine, three Brutal Cathar, three Charming Prince, three, or sorry, four Extraction Specialists, two Malire of the Living Cure, three Recruitment Officer, three Reflector Mage, four Skrelv, Defector Might, uh, three Thalia Guardian of Thraven, and four Voice Resurgence with three Kayla's Ka- Reconstruction, four Clan Company, and 21 lands. Now I know you've been thinking, Ruckman, we're playing Kayla's Reconstruction and four Clan Company in our Thalia deck, and I say... You spoiled this one too! I don't know how I did it. I just it just it just knows, right? I, uh, I, I don't know how. Um, I mean, if the store has a non-foil one, I'll buy it. But yeah. uh, you know. Uh, but so look, Thalia is gonna eat all the removal anyway, and we needed another way to dunk Ricky's deck into the ground. So Thalia helps make his cards cost more as well. Uh, but um, yeah, so like, Malira is just like really good with extraction specialist. Uh, like that's really why we're playing Malira. So Malira's really the second ability of Malira is. Exile Malaya Living Cure, choose another target creature or artifact. When it's put into a graveyard this turn, return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. Um, so it's really cute with like extraction specialists. You get like a rebuy on specialist. Um, you just get to kind of like rebuy any of your creatures that matter, like Adelaide, Brutal Cathar, stuff like that. And it's just the it's just the Watch Wolf. So we'll just take a Watch Wolf, right, with upside. I really like the interaction with like uh like you can Extraction specialist, back your prince. Yeah, like blink again, then get the Malira. The Malira will sit in the little timeout zone, yeah. and then once like prince and specialist die, you buy back the specialist and just do it over again. Like yeah. thankfully it exiles, so it doesn't actually go for infinite. It's, not, it's not a full loop, yeah. Right. I love the art on this card. Actually, the art is great. Um, and this is how this is. Everyone's theorizing that Malira's second ability there is how we get Jace fi- fixed. Yeah. Well, Moira is, like, in the story, she said she could, like, oh, wow, you're not fully gone yet. I can, like, undo that. And but you're going to be real like, sleepy. You're going to be real sleepy for a few days. Yeah, the, the Benadryl is going to make you a little tired. Don't operate heavy machinery. Yeah, the alternative is you just become metal and throw yourself off a cliff. Yeah, and Nahiri was like, yeah, I ain't got time for Benadryl. We got stuff. We got a job to do. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, like, this deck, I, I'm i less I, – I feel like I'm missing something here. And, I, like, as much as I love Skrull, I feel like we're still missing something. Like, we don't have that big payoff. Like, we don't have, like, Stoneforge right to go get, like, the big game-ending payoff piece yet. 
Um, so like Island's kind of the closest thing we have. So I I do love Skrell, but I think Skrell was another step closer to us playing a DNT style deck in Pioneer. I just don't know if we're quite there yet. Right. There's a card from the new set that I think is really interesting, and it doesn't have a home yet, but you could be close. I mean, it plays really nice with Reflector Mage, and it's the it's a four mana common or uncommon, and it blinks an artifact or a creature you control, and then okay. it gets an artifact or creature. It may just be a creature. I'm not looking at the spoiler right now. I guess I could. Um, that costs three or less and brings it back to play. Okay. So it does all those things for, for four mana. Um, four mana is a lot, but you get a lot of value there. You blink something and reanimate something, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that's got to be uh, it's against all odds. Against all odds. Um, exile target artifact or creature you control. Return to the battlefield. Return target artifact or creature with mana. Creature cost three or less. Return to the battlefield. So, um, yeah. I mean, pretty cute. Blink and reanimate. That seems uh, seems like, you know, either for your channeler or whatever that card is. That's the new one. It's three mana and it has the choose one ability. Oh, the, like you draw two or whatever? It's draw one, you bounce a creature or you make a one one. Yeah, what? something like that. Something channeler, I think it is. But what is the art of against all odds? What is that? Can you tell it me? What is that? Like a Tuscar-looking guy holding a rod, and he's on a mountain of wolves or something. What what color is it? It's white. white. It's three colors and a white. Common. Uh, I mean, it's just a lox. It's just like a loxodon that killed a bunch of Phyrexians, right? Something like so that. Like a pile of bodies next to him. Yeah. Huh. He, he beat all the Frexians against all odds. Okay. Anyway, I think that card's pretty cute, and um, I think there's some some play arounds with that. Is like you know, again, we we love blinks here, we love scales here, so uh, there's some potentials there. I yeah. think. All right, Chris, what's your last deck? Last deck. Um, obviously, I talked about it extensively on one of the last episodes, but uh, I love Vat of Rebirth. This card, I think, is really really fun. I think it uh, yields like a lot of really really strong brews. That okay. are budget or not. This is the deck that I initially wanted to make red black, but everybody had the same idea where it's like well, we can play Voltaire and Epicure because Vat of Rebirth is the new one black uh, artifact, and it says whenever another artifact or creature you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put an oil counter on it. It doesn't say non-token, and that's where everybody's going wild here with blood tokens, treasure tokens, whatever you want to do. Um, and then you can pay three mana, so two colorless in a black, and tap it and remove four oil counters from it. And you don't sacrifice it. You just remove four oil counters to return target creature from your graveyard um, to the battlefield. And you can only activate it as a sorcery okay. uh, as drawbacks. But obviously getting to sack treasure tokens, um, creatures, right? This plays really well with Oni, Colt, Anvil, um, Deadly Dispute. There's a lot of cards this plays really, really well with. And there's a lot of players making some red-black brews already that I definitely should look at. Those being out there already, I decided to build a white-black version because I've wanted, uh, been wanting to build a white-black Grease Fang deck and put that in there. So we start off with our Grease Fangs and our Parhelions, right? Then we're going to play the Cat Package. So we're going to play uh, uh, Witch's Oven and Cauldron Familiar. This is two points towards our Vat of Rebirth, right? So we sack the cat, we get the food, we sack the food, which gets, so we get more counters. So two things there, obviously we get sick blocks there. It's just a good value engine. And then it's additional ways to sack creatures should we need. For example, we're going to play Citrus Supplier. So Citrus Supplier, uh, classic card. This is one of the only ways, unfortunately, we have to sacrifice it is the Witch's Oven. Um, so we're, we're pulling double duty on that Witch's Oven there. Then for our reanimator targets, we mentioned Grease Fang. We're going to play three Ashen Riders. So it's 15 creatures, Cauldron Familiar, Citrus Supplier, Grease Fang, and then three Ashen Riders. 
Ashen Rider obviously when it enters the battlefield or dies, exile target permanent. So we're going to try and get that back. Um, the only way that we currently have to get it back is the Vat of Rebirth. Uh, there are, again, in some of the other deck lists, you're playing the four mana sack a creature to get a creature back. It's an uncommon spell. Um, not here. Here we're we're kind of, you know, hopefully we're just vatting the Ashen Rider back. We're also not playing uh, uh, Wishclaw Talisman, to many people's surprise. But there will be a list with that coming. That could be mono black. <laughs> okay. It'd be, probably be a mono black version where we're in on the, on the reanimate. Uh, and we'll just shenanigans against like that. So Ashen Riders are a big way to get stuff. Sacking it to Witch's Oven is cute also, right? They go to remove it. You can sack it to Witch's Oven, get more food, get that dice trigger. We're going to play four Thoughtseize to protect our combo. It's really the only interaction that we have is the four Thoughtseize. No really removal spells here. Again, we're all in on trying to, as quickly as possible, get back a Grease Fang and interact with our opponent's face or Ashen Rider and interact that way. So four Thoughtseize, we're going to play three Can't Stay Away because obviously we're primarily trying to get back our Grease Fang, and this is a killer way to, re, uh, to get it back. Again, you could sub this for the four mana card if you wanted to, but we're going to start with our three uh, Can't Stay Aways here. So we're going to play four Blood Fountains. This both comes into play and makes a Blood Token, and then we can pay four and sack it to get creatures back. So again, if we're just needing to survive, if we need to do whatever we need to do, um, then we can Blood Fountain it back and, again, could potentially be up to two triggers on our Vat of Rebirth, which is the last card that rounds out our 60-card main deck. We're going to swap in 22 lands here, uh, which I do have my preferred mana base listed out for you guys in the description already. So a lot going on here, um, and again, these numbers might change, but recap, four Parhelions, four Witches' Ovens, four Vata Rebirth, four Blood Fountains, three Can't Stay Aways, four Thoughtseize, three Ashen Rider, four Grease Fang, four Citrus Supplier, and four Cauldron Familiar. Gentlemen, doesn't slap. All right, all right, Ricky. Sorry, sorry, Chris. You see, you, you, you look at the yard for Can't Stay Away, right? Right. And uh, you see that cat in the, in the very <laughs> right. You see, he's gobbling off. He's just, rah, 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 rah. that's me when I see that. As we want to see this deck list. <laughs> I'm going to wall up here. I uh, look, I, I, I do love the, the Vata Rebirth here. It's really cute with the cat combo. And I, look, I just, I'm a sucker for seeing cards like Ash and Rider C play, right? Like, I've right. been playing my Orzhov deck, and I've been jamming Obsidat, and it's like, oh, the nostalgia feels good when I play Obsidat, and my opponents are either just like, what is this card? Because they are Zoomers and right. uh, don't know good magic. Or they are old players who are just like, Oh, I'm Rob's that I was that sweet because they're boomers like us. Right, right. So, right. Uh, <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah, I think the the only thing that again is like you really might want to play some deadly dispute is that like if you draw multiple vats, it's not doing too much for yeah. you. So, like deadly dispute would be a good way to like sack off one of those uh, and do some stuff like that. So again, it's just a matter of main deck space. Um, I think the cat combo is pretty cute. It also is going to save you a lot of games with like blocking and stuff like that. But I think I think that you could realistically get rid of the combo, get rid of the cat combo and play some like deadly dispute stuff. But you also don't have a ton of ways to discard cards either. So again, there, there's going to be a direction that somebody, I'm sure, in our, our wonderful patrons or one of our um, listeners, if they want to join our Discord or on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter and at me what you think a cleaner deck list of this could be. Because again, I've been wanting to make White Black Grease Fang yeah, for a bit. What? Blood Fountain is interesting, like, is also better with Deadly Dispute, because, like, are we really going to be paying four mana to sack it to get two things back from our yard? Like, if we, just, if, we get a, if we just sack it to Deadly Dispute, right, like, that seems pretty gas. Yep, 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 yep. Or, again, a, uh, a, a Wishclaw Talisman, you know? No. <laughs> um, there's a version <laughs> that I thought could be cute where uh, you get to play the three mana reanimate. And you can play um, like more ones and twos. Like there's the two Dreadmire or something like that. Mire Triton. 
Oh yeah, that mills you two. The guy who mills two in ETB. He's mills got, like, two. Death, got death touch though, which is yeah. really interesting for combat uh, yeah. because it kills obviously uh, Shieldred. They can trade Shieldred, which is pretty big. Shieldred's also got death touch, and so you know, death touch they death touch each other. They yeah. dominate right. pros, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought that recording died. What happened? No, 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 no. It's here. It's back. It's back. It died uh, like someone else. Oh my god! Stop. Wow. I didn't say wow. it. I didn't say it. We're Never talk about good. anybody ever. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's let's take a quick apple juice break. Hear a word from our sponsors, and then uh, we'll be back with uh, some Justin Slap. Let's do it. So, real quick, uh, this week's episode is brought to us today by PlayMFG.com, your home for all kinds of magic you could ever want. RCQ Prepped FM Spice, they've got you covered wherever you're at on your magic journey, covering Standard, Explore, Modern, and our favorite pioneer. Playing MTG is the place to be to get on the cutting edge of magic in 2023. Check out their Patreon link in the description of this episode for deck techs and sideboard guides from some of the biggest names in the Pioneer and Standard formats. They've also got another, a great Patreon community, a great, sorry, Discord community, uh, which is now open to anyone to join. Uh, patrons do, however, get a little bit of more exclusive access to the authors of articles to talk strategy with them and get their opinions on things, uh, the decks they've posted or get opinions on your own decks. So be sure to check out their Discord server after stopping by ours, of course. Right. Uh, so thank you to PlayingMTG.com for supporting this episode once again. And uh, You're part that, of way too many discords. You need to clean up some of the old ones. You know, you need to get rid of them and yeah. get the ones you're really going to be a part of in here. So yeah. go ahead and get rid of, you know, uh, uh, whatever, the fate, the fate waifu phone game. You yeah. know, get rid of that Discord. You never said anything in there anyway. Nobody's helping you build your teams. Just... Get rid of that one. Come over to the crew three and the playing MTG discords. Yeah, I need to get rid of all of the all of the, the all the limited league the webcam limited leagues we did that are trying to scam me crypto now that Ricky made. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought I deleted those. I, I you probably did. <laughs> I don't know. That was funny though. Deleting a Discord uh, server is very difficult if you. It's a hassle. It. It's a hassle. But that will do it for this week's ad pull juice break. Uh, we're trying to get Nate's mom back on the negotiating table. I uh, I think again that the Downton Abbey sponsorship, the Downton Abbey uh, lore will help bring her back to the table. But uh, it's mom, call us. Yep. Were the Downton Abbey jokes in the original cut, or are they in the? Uh, You're in this yeah, cut. Are they in the I, college remix version? I the timelines are I, too bad. I don't remember <laughs> anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Be completely yeah. honest, you know. It's uh, look. I turned 29 this week, and. Uh, my oh. brain's now mush, and it's nine o'clock, so uh, it's time for a warm glass of milk and uh, to go to bed. <laughs> Ruck, when the youngest of all of us is actually the oldest. That's correct. That is correct. Uh, all right. Well, let's go over. Actually, Chris, hold on. Uh, it's, it's been a while, but I, I do have a sound file here I need to play, but I need you to summon it. You got it. For the oh, first time in a long time, listeners, we're going to take you back. Back down Magic Road to when things were a simpler time. Yeah, right? the Paradise City. That's right. That's exactly right. When um, Phyrexians were dead. And, and the grass is pretty. We were in regular time, not loop time. Jace was just a regular wizard boy, you know? It's that time again, my friends, where I ask you, does it slap? Ah! 
yeah, the we we had to cut ten minutes out of that actually. Uh, you know, check us out on Patreon for the ten minute version of Chris summoning the doesn't slap music. Uh, all right. Well, let's start off with the deck list. We have Gleeful Demolition from Servo Token. Uh, we're gonna start off with four copies of Bomat Courier, four copies of Ventures Apprentice, four Waldaran Epicure, four Burning Tremissary, four Reckless Bushwhacker, four copies of Gleeful Demolition, which if you don't know, uh, one mana destroy target artifact. If you control that artifact, create three one one red Frexian Goblin creature tokens. Four Voltage Surge, four Shaft of Blast, four Trouble Synthesizer, four Implement of Combustion. Uh, we got some uh, Castle Embrace, some Murexes, some Mountains, and some Ramanap Ruins. So uh, we're just going to play all the kinds of uh, sack artifact effects. It's cheap artifact cards here. Uh, what do you think? Does it slap? This deck is like actually popping off in Modern right now. Oh, so- really? Yeah. Yeah, like legitimately this deck, uh, like I think it's called Eight Blast, right? Yep. It plays like Galvanic Blast and Shrapnel Blast, and it's just like uh, Epicures and Bomat Couriers and stuff like that. And there's okay. like Experimental Synthesizers, like the big one. That's the card that's like huge. Yeah. Um, so like this deck, I think, is kind of real. And if there's a mono red deck to come back, it's going to have to play Shrapnel Blast because it has to kill Shieldred somehow. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm into this. Do, I'm we need, into like, this. do we need more ways to make our... Like one one's in a threat besides just the four bushwhacker here. I mean, like we have castle, I guess. It's fine. Gleeful demolition makes three dudes. Yeah. Like you have reckless bushwhacker. You have castle. Like, what more sure. do you want? All right. There's all right. A, a one that gives all your other guys plus one plus zero. Um. No. Uh. Legion loyalist gives all your guys trample and can't be blocked by creature tokens. And first strike. Also interesting. Murex actually really good in this deck. The 1-1 one, one with Toxic 1 still attacks for 1 damage. Yes, it does. Uh, do not forget that the Toxic 1 creatures still deal damage to you. That is that is that is a good word of advice here. But uh, so we're doing pretty good on the slappage here. Yeah, Dude, I, this, I, wanna, I think this one's like top tier. I like this one a lot. Pretty great. I, I kind of I either want to like make this more gobliny um, or something like that. Because like the Gleeful Devotion, if we're playing that, it makes it makes goblins, which I think is a little bit of a missed opportunity here. And then I, I have a version of this deck that I don't have up um, that I know is a little bit different. And I can't remember why. I know it's not playing. Oh, because we're playing black is why. Um, this is mono red, which I think is really, really good. Because um, obviously this is super, super budget, um, which I think is another factor that gives Servo the, the budget guru top tier. Yeah. yeah how, how much is this special paper? Forty-six dollars. Yeah, if you wanted to make this not budget, you would probably go black and start playing like Deadly Disputes and Oni Cult Anvil is a huge one. That's kind of where I was at with this, just because again, you you get a lot of ways to do some cute stuff there. Infamously expensive card, Oni Cult Anvil. Yeah, well, you you would play. Um, uh, yeah, like the dual lands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dual lands, and then the devil that that uh, copies himself. Yeah, mayhem devil. Oh, mayhem, no. and then the planeswalker is what I was thinking. So. Uh, all right. Well, Servo actually uh, submitted two deck lists here. So uh, this it, time. look the the rare the rare uh, we allowed double submits in this. Uh, this oh, oh my god! I can't. The price, guys. It's uh, three hundred. Uh, the price is three hundred dollars. This is very unservo deck list. Okay. But uh, but it's but it's hammer time. So we it got is. lunch against the Wellspring as your companion. We're playing three Ornithopter, four Fervent Champion, four Skrell Defector Might. So I'm already sold this deck list. Four Ingenious Smith, 
three SRAM Senior Edificer, three Colossal Hammer, four Portable Hole, four Spring Leaf Drum, two Blade Hold War Whip, one Maul of the Skyclaves, two Sword of Forge and Frontier, four Cigar's Aid, three Fighter Class. My only question is, where are the Kemba's at? Um, I, I like the heart in this deck. Yeah? I, I like where the head is at, right? Uh-huh. Um, however, I have somebody who is in my Pioneer testing group who has been testing Pioneer Hammer Time. Uh, and like... And the verdict says? This ain't, this is not it. Oh, he's uh, not the father? He's not the father? <laughs> this does not kill on turn two. Oof. And the Pioneer version of Hammer Time can, in Magical Christmas Land, kill you on turn two. And, oh, uh, it's, is it playing the new... Um... Playing the Scamp. And it's playing yes. Resolution. Yes. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at this list and I see, like, a lot of the pieces are here. But this seems way less likely that we're ever going to attach a hammer. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I don't dislike it. I like the plan B Saram and a ton of equipments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the ingenious Smith. I like Screv. Screv is good. Screlv. Screlv. Uh, we'll have to determine how that's pronounced when we meet in the shadow council, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, fighter class, uh, is seeing play in the, uh, like that card's really good. It's like play it tutor for your Colossus hammer. Yeah. It's uh poor man's or saga. Exactly, right? Um, it's just like, it just has more relevant text than Open the Armory does. So it's just like, uh, why would you not play not, this? Or yeah. yeah. So. All right. I think this is a, still a good deck. Yeah, but I, I think we're way more into Gleeful Demolition. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on from Servo. And we have another deck submission here. This comes from Kevman who says every Gruul deck is a combo deck. Uh, we're playing four Elvish Mystic, four Llanowar Elves, two Armored Scrap Gorger, four Bonecrusher Giant, four Lovestruck Beast, four Miglaw's Maze Crusher, four Solfim Mayhem Dominus, two Slash Ravager, four Filigree Silex, four Urbrask Forge. Now, the combo here is yeah, turn one... You play you play Copline Gorge, turn two, play Gorge, play Silex, turn three, play Monument? Yeah, Monumental Facade. Monumental Facade, uh, play Miglaws, tap Silex for a counter, turn four, play Monument, play Solfim, remove ten oil counters, one Silex, two from each Monument, five Miglaws for ten damage, double by Solfim. Hold on, what Solfims are h- how much? Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> okay. uh, the price oil oils are currently one hundred and forty-four dollars. Uh, can I get a, a real price check on this card, please? Yeah, Solfim Mayhem Dominus regular art Solfim is twenty dollars. Okay, all right. I was like, I, I was just looking at that like five hundred seventy-nine dollars. <laughs> It's just like, oh man, <laughs> big ballin' over here. I don't believe Kevman did that as a mistake. I think Kevman <laughs> believes that if you don't play the oil slick foils, you're not really playing the deck. Yeah. So I respect that. Yeah, I will call the judge when you cocoa to that, though. Right. Uh, <laughs> a lot of 
great cuts for me. Uh, Everything is. This is pretty funny. I like this deck. Yeah, this deck is sweet. All right, moving on. With you, you guys want to give it a slap rating? Let's go back in time. Oh, we have we have. You're right. We didn't give slap ratings. I'm gonna give Uh, this. I'm gonna give this deck uh, six out of ten oil counters. Uh, Gleeful domination. uh, Yeah, gleeful demolition. I'm gonna give three gleeful demolition tokens or two demolition tokens out of three. I'm gonna give uh, five out of five shrapnel blast damage. Okay, give it forty-eight of the forty-nine dollars it costs. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the Colossus Hammer deck um, four reduced equip cost out of its eight total equip cost. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I've got a better one than that one. To be honest with you, I'm gonna give it a, a monk class out of the uh, ranking scale of the class cards. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a vehicles you control have crew one uh, out of the three abilities on Astor Bearer of Blades. Okay. I don't even remember that card being printed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to give this a three. I'm going to give every Gul-Dex combo deck a three, three armored scrap forger. Uh, I already gave it to oil counters. Yeah. I'm going to give this a, uh, uh, it's I, oil counters was the best one. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm gonna give three, uh, cinder slash ravagers way up. Way up. All right. Uh, next deck is from Bridger, who, of course, brings us Bedrock. Call him Mr. Flintstone. Oh, man. He's to make your Bedrock. All right, we're starting with one Merfolk Branch Walker, three Misery Shadow, three Changes Underdog, three Glissa Sunslayer, four Graveyard Trespasser, three Shield of the Apocalypse, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, two Abrupt Decay, one Assassin's Trophy, one Sign and Blood, one Sword of Forge and Frontier, four Seekers Chariot, Two ranger class and uh, some lands here. I'm sure, I'm not sure that we need to play 24 lands, but maybe we do want to cast a couple fours. But I just want to beat everybody to giving this deck a four out of five. Shieldred, the apocalypse. Nah, baby, this is gonna three out of three. Glist of the Sun Slayer, baby. Oh, I think this deck, this deck is like the green. I just I like it. I like the idea of it. And when Fable gets banned, this will be a very real deck. Yeah. And I think that until Fable is banned, then unfortunately this deck is going to be, like, regulated to Tier 2. Glissa destroys destroys Fable, man. She does destroy Fable if she gets through. And she will. Where are you going to block? She's first strike death touch. Ah. I like Glissa. I really do. And I cannot lie. But, uh, you know... I think Taylor Swift released the best album all year. Uh-huh, you know? Sure, I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not feeling this one of Merfolk Branchwalker. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, I'd what rather is, I'd rather the, just double up on the Sign and Blood or just play. Like, man, even the Sign and Bloods, like they could maybe just be Frexian or Frexian Arenas. Like, I, 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 I want. Yeah, I don't know. I want more consistent card advantage than just like the three Glissa, right? Playing Ranger class. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just want more cards in my hand so I can pitch them to Graveyard Trespasser. That's the big thing. You gotta kill Graveyard Trespasser. You're out of your mind. First of all, first of all, this deck is insane. Thank you, Bridger. I love this deck. No, um, this deck is great. I'm just saying I don't like the one of Merfolk Branchwalker. We I can just play a, we can just play a second sign in blood. I just I wanna agree. be drawing cards to keep triggering our, our shield rids. 
Yeah, there's, there's ever a equipped- things we've got to clean up. We don't want the commercial pressure. I think that I think that could have been a either an oversight or a misclick or something. We don't want the sign and blood. We've got glisses. We've got ranger classes. By the way, ranger classes are 50 cents. This card is still insane. It also plays really well with a scales deck should you want to. But just in general, this card's very, very, very strong. Four mana, we get to we get to cast spells from the top of our deck, which is which is pretty insane. Um, we're good to play chariots, right? You can play both. It's eight mana, we can start playing spells at the top of our deck. All right, I'm sure. I'm just saying, like, the, the second activation is pretty good anyway, right? Like, we've got nothing to do with our mana. That's sure. the problem with some of these gruel decks, because, like, a lot of times you're playing elves, and elves, I think, is something that you probably could or should be playing. Um, if you don't want to play uh, uh, whatever else, then cut the Sand and Bloods, cut the, cut the Branch Walkers. I think you could cut two more of some random thing, either one land, and then... Um, no, because, like, it's kind of... The, the, man count, the, land, the land count is a holdover from... Um, from like Rakdos, so I I like twenty four. You like Rakdos is playing twenty five, but it can filter with Fable, right? Um, you like getting to four or five mana is very important. Um, so I don't think I'd cut under twenty four lands this deck. See, I, I want to cut one to, to get to four elves because we can cut a Walker, a Sign in Blood, an Assassin's Trophy, and then play four elves. I I don't think I don't think just playing four elves is worth. I think if we're gonna play elves. We're gonna play all eight. Like I don't know if four elves is worth. Uh, plenty of people would disagree with you. I, I think I think the four elves is a, is a mainstay. We didn't always have eight elves to play. You know what I'm saying? We ain't been rocking these eight elves for all of time. Yeah. You know, I just, I just I just play four elves. I just don't know what you're cutting. Though. Like, you're, not, you're you're not cutting any of the other two drops because Tenacious Underdog is very good. Misery Shadow is very important in this format right now. I just told you what we're cutting. We're cutting. I, I don't want to play the eight elves. Like so I just either want to play okay. the four, or we can play again. We can cut Walker, Sign in Blood. No lands, cut no lands, and play like two or three scoos because scoos again is is really really insane right now. May not always be, but you have trespassed already though. What's that? You've trespassed already though. Like, I don't think we need scoos. Need scoos. I just want to say, uh, if you get this sword of Forge and Frontier on Shildred, I will cry. <laughs> uh, that's all. That's the that's the end of yeah. that sentence. Um, please don't. <laughs> Ricky, it's time to play unsubstantiate so you can bounce children. I, I, I don't want to play Brazen Borrower, but I'm thinking about it more and more every day. If you put this sort of Forger Frontier on the children, it becomes unkillable and I lose the game. Again, play Chris's favorite card, unsubstantiate, and uh, have fun. Chris is ignoring me just mentioning unsubstantiate. Just ignoring you mentioning unsubstantiate. Anyways, I like this deck. Uh, I will give this four apocalypses out of five. I'm 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 three three glissa right here, baby. I'm I in. think I think that's pretty uh pretty accurate there. Um, I'm gonna give this like nineteen out of twenty mana spent on the meat hook massacre. Yeah, in the sideboard. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, let's see. I think we got one or two deck lists left. Uh, yeah, we got two left. Uh, this one comes from Amal, who sends us Demir Poison Control. I'm interested. Uh, we are playing three Narts at Part of Veils, three Vasca Betrayal Sting, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, four Bring the Ending, two Drown and Icker, two Experimental Augury, four Prologue, two Phoresis. Two reject imperfection, two Vraska's fall, two memory deluge, three ritual and soot, and twenty-five lands. Real talk. Yeah. 
Ritual of Soot is the best card you could be playing right now. <laughs> Mono White does not do anything against it. They just lose. What do you think? How does, how does this stack up to your, your combo deck, Ricky? Uh, so, like me, you can't give them a poison counter unless you find a Prologue to Fire yeah, or a Vraska's Fall. So you're playing six copies of the card that start your win condition. Uh-huh. However, uh, I like this deck. I think that, like, Drown and Icker is, like, real clunky. Yeah? Yeah, like, it's a card that I thought about quite a bit. Because I was like, do I go blue-red for my Poison Storm deck so I can play Vraska's Fall and Drown and Icker? But, like, Drown and Icker being a sorcery for two mana, it just felt so clunky. Oh, it is a sorcery, yeah. If it was an instant, I think this card's a banger. I agree. Uh, but I do like this deck quite a bit. Um, Reject per- Imperfection... Uh, is a card I also looked at. Uh, counter tar- target spell, and then if it was three or less, then you proliferate. Uh-huh. Um, but I liked the bounce spell more, the two mana bounce spell, and like if it, you bounce something that costs three or less, you get to okay. you get to proliferate. Yeah. What do you think of bring the ending? That card's really close to being good. Mm-hmm. I think that card is like super close. How, to being How far good. are we from getting actual just counter spell and pioneer? Do you think we're going to see it one day? Never. Never? No. Do you think we're gonna get mana leak at some point? Maybe. I think. Yeah. I think. I think strong. Maybe. I think high. Maybe on the mana leak. All right. So where are we at on Demir Poison Control? Demir Poison Control. Uh, I'll give this uh, a completed four uh, starting loyalty out of the total six possible starting loyalty on Frasca Betrayal Sting. Okay, Chris, what do you got? I'm going to give it a uh, uh, another Planeswalker thing. I'm going to give it three of the five starting loyalty for Narset. Uh, I'm also going to Planeswalker. I'm going to say three out of the four starting loyalty of Soren Sad Boy because he won't get to fight Nahiri now. Oh. He Once probably again, will, actually. That's the best plot line, and they just threw it away. Yeah, well, now he gets to fight her, and she's a Phyrexian. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe she's not. Maybe the Blue Gatorade saves everybody. The blue Gatorade. The salty taste of the blue Gatorade. Alright, uh, last crew three submission, and this is from Mild Crow, who is giving us a Traxa Transmog. So we got two Luca Coppercoat Outcast, three Atraxa Grand Unifier, two Strangle, four Transmogrify, five fi- prior fire prophecy, two spell pierce, four Korea's briefcase, four Seeker's Chariot. Four Fable the Mirror Breaker, four Fires of Invention, and three Shark Typhoon. Uh, what do you think is Atraxa here enough value? I think this is fine. I mean, I think if you want to be Atraxing, this is pretty cute, right? I mean, we've got a good mix of enchantments, artifacts, sorceries, oh. instants. Oh, Ricky's got Ricky's got a Ricky's got a preach. I give this deck a battle out of the however number of card types you can get off of Atraxa. Yeah. I uh, I like this. I like transmogrifying into Atraxa. It is a seven seven flying vigilance death touch lifelink that will draw us probably three cards, right? Uh-huh. Four cards, right? Sure. Land is one of them, right? So we're gonna get like yes. a land, a sorcery, an instant, an artifact. Oh, uh-huh. and an enchantment. Yeah. Probably not gonna get a planeswalker or a creature, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think this deck is bad. I think this deck is probably pretty good. Yeah, I like that we can beat Nif Bizet after our opponent cheats one into play. Yes. Uh, I do think that even if the battle cards are bad, 
and but like even before, right? Yeah. I I really do think that Atraxa will take over Niv Mizzet's slot. Sure. It's just, um, it's just a little bit of like you can't obviously you can't um, BT into it, right? But or uh, BTL into it, but it will find you more cards, just a bigger threat. Yeah, and you don't have to play all the gold cards, and your mana base can take a little bit more of a break, right? It gives you more flexibility too, so that like you're not you limited like, by line binding, right? Uh-huh. You can find leyline binding off of the tracks. Yeah, I just think that like, like maybe Nivmizit will stick around just for the like just for the culture, right? But like, yeah. this is like the seven seven flying vigilance death vessel. I think body is better. Yeah, and it's going to draw you more cards on average. I think than Nivmizit will. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to play as many like really weird cards. Well, at bare minimum sees more cards than Nivmizit, so. No, ten. Is Nivmizit also ten? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, all right. Because the 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 meme is that you can find uh, all ten guilds. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, you can. Uh, you cannot draw all of ten uh, attract. Can you? Each card uh, type. Uh, one, two, three, battle, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Planeswalker, sorcery, and then tribal's not on here, right? So no. So you can't ever get all ten cards with grand unifier. Yeah, which is fine. It'll give you some flexibility. They right, said, that, sure. said that tribal is still a card type; it's just not mentioned on this. Right, but even if you count it, it makes nine. Right. Yeah. The one thing I don't understand. Help me understand this, guys. Is I don't understand the fires of invention. Um. Like, what are we trying to do with that? You know, I just assumed that card is good, but I, you're right. <laughs> definitely feels like we, we'd rather be on more of some any other kind of answer, potentially like a Delve spell since we're playing blue, or... Uh, I think we just want to be on Leyline Binding, right? What's that? Just be on Leyline Binding? Be Leyline Binding, I think, yeah. Yeah, something like that. We can't yeah. get the full reduction on Leyline Binding, but that would be like a good... It's a Fire. good answer. Cost yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Oh wait, this next mana base, did you look at this mana base? Yeah. The mana base is pretty bunk. Um, this mana base does not actually intend to ever cast a Traxa. No. no. We're just reanimating it. Right. Okay, that just makes sense. Transmogrifying into it, yeah. Okay. My that is... being said, uh, my rating stays the same, but I, it's gone down a little bit in my heart. Yeah. We my, fire. My, fi- my thing with Fires is, like, I don't like Fires here, especially because we're not playing Yorian. Yorian is great with Fires, so we can, like, play our free spells... Uh, the second one being Yorian to blink our fires out and then use our mana to start casting more things. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what fire like fire just feels like we're just here. Fires is for the culture of this deck. Fires <laughs> is the culture. I like this deck otherwise. I think getting into like a big cool monster that's gonna get you a lot of card yeah. advantage would be very tough to deal with. I mean, is is fires just to cast a tracks when it's just stuck in our hand? It seems we like that's seven land in play. We but we've already played around them with like fire prophecy to get rid of the attractions if we need to. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get to play other stuff. Like, I think you could potentially either play, like, uh, some number of... Because uh, another another way you could take the VAT deck is either black or... Uh, or, sorry, it's either red or green and play sure. Titan of Industry. And Titan of Industry, I think, is another card that could be worth um, getting into. I mean, you always want to have the one that you're targeting. So if we want a Traxa, we can go for a Traxa. But it gives us more things and, and we can actually cast it. So, yeah, I think I think Fires could easily be Ley Line Binding. I think that's almost a 1-4 underplacement. We'd probably need to uh, mix the mana base up a little bit more. Uh, but I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Or some uh, other creature generating thing to, to like, crew a Seekers Chariot. Who knows? Yeah, so, yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. What do I want to? I don't to rate this one. I'm gonna give this one a. Uh, I'm gonna give this a. I mean, it's close, but I just like the fires is real wonky here. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and give this a. I'm gonna give this a uh, Luca minus two out of five star loyalty. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's cute, cute. Chris, I mean, I'm gonna go with the obvious one. I'm gonna give this a uh, a five out of the seven uh, mana cost uh, of Atraxa. Sounds good. Do we have any more? No, that it was our last one. So that will do it for does it slap? Uh, you know, we might uh, might bring this back again. So uh, keep an eye out on the Patreon channel. We'll probably bring some back for the regular listeners at large too. So uh, I do kind of slip does it slap in here for slow weeks like this. Uh, so let's go ahead and take it on over to the Patreon mailbag to end things off real quick. As we're besides uh, playing MTG.com, we have our World Sports Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. That's some great tiers available to all the viewers there. Uh, but any tier of Patreon does get access to the couple of exclusive patron channels in our Discord, one of them being the one where we talk to the patrons directly and uh, ask them, hey, send us some deck lists to show on the podcast. The other is the Patreon mailbag. Once a week, we take a Patreon question and answer it. And uh, if you want to join the Patreon there, your question sounds something like this. This week's episode comes from Dwayne Lesnar. And if that isn't the scariest name in wrestling I've ever heard, uh, just run. Uh, is there anything on the stack? Is the stack empty? Uh, actually, uh, can we put my two shelter triggers on the stack now? <laughs> <laughs> Only after I resolve my curled collect company. That's right. That's that's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have to go back. We have to go back and put the the shelter triggers on the stack. Okay, cool. Uh, judge, judge. Oh, takes these vaxies rules. That's takes these vaxies. Man, no, 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 no. Uh, did you draw a card already? We're we're hopeful. Uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to. There, there's a lot of just wackiness right now. Um, we've had to do things like that in the past. I mean, there's been weird situations involving like day and night in the past was like, no, wait, we have to instantly put these triggers on the stack now, you know? Like, All right, hold can... on, hold on. I have actively one, two, three, four, five, six stacks of cards on my desk. Okay. Where I can pick a number? Three. Huh. It's a foil perimeter patrol. Oh, yeah. That's what's on the stack right now. What was the best hit? Uh, The altered Luffy. <laughs> Which, man, if you're watching the video episode, you could see. Yeah. Here we go. Crew right. 3D. Well, that would... Is Crew 3D coming to IMAX near you? Well, that would do it for this week's episode of Crew 3. I want to thank everyone again for our Patreon supporters and... You're not a Patreon supporter, just for listening and tuning in every week. We love doing this show. Helps us uh, let us know we're doing a good job. We see all of those nice, nice view numbers coming in. So uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Gentlemen, where can they find you on the socials? You could find me uh, at under – wait, hold on. What's my Twitter handle? At it's underscore Christmas, and the Christmas has uh, no T. When Twitter stops being uh, a flaming pile, I'll start using it a little more. Um, also, we'll so be we'll – never see you on Twitter again. That's right. I will also be in the C-suite of uh, Nate's mom's company. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, sponsorship incoming. So you can Where find can me find there. You on Hive. When he launches. 
We don't talk about that anymore, Ricky. You can find me on Twitter at also Steve. You can also find me on Twitch at there's no at there, just at twitch.tv slash crew3mtg. Uh, I try to stream at least once a week, six times a month. That was my New Year's resolution, and we did stream six times in January. I think Please. exactly six. So, you know, yeah. got there. Come here so, to Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Use, use it on the boys. Hang out. Tell oh, us yeah. what to do. All right, and, of course, you can find me at Crew3Podcast for all of our socials. Posting all the toys and things like that that I'm spending that I'm wasting my money on constantly. So that's why I need you to sign for the Patreon so I can keep buying toys. Uh, as you can see, the wonderful display shelf behind you. Um, and of there's course, all your uh, your your offensive material you put in the podcast. That there's no offensive material in this podcast. Sorry, hearsay <laughs> uh, and slander. Uh, and of course, you can find us over on the Crew Three YouTube channel, Crew Three MTG, where I post the video version of this podcast. And if, if Ricky stops dodging me, we'll be uploading the progression series again. And, uh, you know, I kind of look, if, if we keep, if the sponsorships keep coming through, we can pay for editor. I'm going to try to get back to streaming once a week with Ricky. Uh, okay. we'll do, do like my own stream, right? With, by, with Ricky, I mean, I'll stream once a week alongside. It was like arena. The update happens like in a week. So yeah. I'm like, I'm itching to play with one cards and play some standard, but like until then, it's like uh, I don't want to stream Arena because I don't want to stream like a format that's about to rotate. Sure. And then like, and then on top of that, like, you know, it's just sort of like, ugh. yeah. Explorer is so close to being Pioneer now. I think I'm just going to start. It's an annoy- no, it's annoying how close it is. Yeah. It's like upsetting, right? Because yep. there's no Phoenix. Well, yeah. It's just like it's you like so you can play Phoenix a couple of those Delve spells though. Here's Pioneer, but like we took just enough of the good cards out. That it's annoying. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I do want to do some more stuff content-wise. And, of course, like I said said uh, during the Apple Juice break, be sure to check out playingmtg.com for more things like Pioneer content, all other kinds of content available. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.